1: Hey, everyone. (laughs) You're listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn, and here's your host, Ken Rashawn.
2: Well, sometimes when you're live, you don't even know it sometimes, and that's what we're actually talking about. A life of Frank Shankwitz and the fact that all of us on this call were impacted with our lives, and our lives will never be the same, and we will always be remembering what he caused so we can believe there's not only hope, but that we can inspire other people to play at the level Frank did So I want to say thank you to all of you that took some time to actually honor Frank. He is one of my favorite people, uh, persons in the world, just like he is to you. And we are so thankful for all the smiles that he brought into the world. That's why we wanted to dedicate the show to him. So Andrea, I know that you know the order of which people we're going to go to next. So why don't you go ahead?
1: Uh, well, before I introduce anybody, I do want to um, be respectful of our sponsors, so we want to thank Opus.Finance, bees.social, Crypto Technology for the People by the People, also the Red Carpet Connection, the Umbrella Syndicate, Big Events USA, the EMF Fix, Voice America Influencers Channel, MyMakeupLadyLynn.com, and uh, Perfect Publishing, if I hadn't already said that. And we want to remind everyone that the show is also the charity of choice is the keepsmilingmovement.com where we create a dose of hope, uh, one smile at a time, helping people stay resilient and having great resolve in times where they need a smile. And, and by the uh, way, that,
3: before,
2: I know you're going to yeah. go somewhere else and we're missing a very important spot so we don't normally have, but we have the owner of iPhone actually on this call as well. And so, either Tim Cook or Steve Jobs is actually honoring the fact that Frank Shankwitz impacted Apple on some level. And it's not a big surprise that he impacted probably all Fortune 100 companies. Yeah. So, Ken
1: is making a joke referencing for those of you who aren't able to see our screen from our point of view. Sometimes people call in from different lines. And so, we'll see something different than what you can see on your screen. So, it says iPhone owner.
2: Okay. (laughs) But that isn't to say that Tim Cook or Steve Jobs is not part of this show on some level. They
1: very well could be. Since we're having electrical disturbances, I believe that we're having all kinds of people join the show today, including uh, Kitty had said that Frank was creating some electrical disturbances in the house. So he very well may be making his presence known to us today as well.
2: (laughs) Well, and before we go to our first guest, I just want to say there wasn't ever a time that Frank was speaking in a room that someone stood up and said, I was a wish kid or I knew someone or they were impacted personally with his story. So that is actually why I share that is that it wouldn't be a surprise if Steve jobs was impacted or Tim cook. So let us go to our first guest.
1: Um, Yes. Uh, Well, I I think I'm going to have Stephanie um, start first just by saying hello and help us introduce all the people um, that she helped bring today so that we could really share and celebrate in Frank's life and how much he meant to all of us. So Stephanie, Kenny, would you please um, introduce yourself and tell us um, why you're here and why uh, you're in Frank's life and before we get to your full story, then please let us know um, how we should introduce Hugh Grant
4: then.
5: Okay, Um, well, I'm Stephanie Kinney, and I was Frank's manager for almost four years, his right hand, everything. Um, I knew him in many ways that you all probably don't. Um, I've seen him on the sad side, the happy side, the mad side, um, in the most vulnerable moments um, that we got to experience together throughout our journeys and travels. And, um, you know, I, I brought on people that I knew that, you know, didn't really have, um, you know, time yet or a chance yet to, that I knew personally that were close to Frank, um, you know, like like Hugh and David and and Rita and, every, I mean, just, and Lindsay, I, I don't know where she's at yet, if she's mm-hmm. on there or not, but um, people that were really close to him and meant a lot to him and, so I mean, I, I'm happy to help in any way that I can. And, you know, today is Frank's birthday. And I know for a fact that he is celebrating with um, Jack on the rocks and a nice Cuban cigar.
2: So, Stephanie, we have a, a series coming out. It's called Celebrating Today. And it's a children's journal book. It's uh, 12 volumes, 131 pages each. And uh, in, in roughly October, November, it's coming out. And this day is going to be honored for Frank as the day to celebrate for all kids that write a journal of what someone can do with their life, with a wish, with a dream. So I just wanna let you know, we've we've got Keanu Reeves. I mean, Beyonce, whoever you wanna think of as the top people in the world, their day, they get we get one person to choose for that day, and we chose Frank Shankwitz for this day and that that Celebrating Today series. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so uh, Stephanie, you, you alluded to the um, happy, sad, mad. Um, before we go to our first guest, because uh, we, we're gonna revisit this a couple times, Frank was a human, and sometimes people look at a hero and they say, I could never do that. But Frank's big quote in the movie for me was, hey, I'm just a guy, and if I can do it, anybody can do it, be a hero. So would you share either a sad um, or mad or happy moment that the the audience can hear that he was a human and he prevailed through all kinds of stuff?
5: Yeah, very much so. And he's, you know, being law enforcement, we like, we get... We have ways of blocking off our emotions so we're not emotionally involved in things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that, you know, I knew when Frank's walls were down and I knew when things were really upsetting him or bothering him and you just kind of keep quiet. Um, One of the moments that I'll never forget um, is actually bringing him to Chris's grave um, that I talk about. And he, I brought him to Iowa for, for a speaking engagement and then you know, the week or the month prior to him coming, I went and surprised him with, you know, um, photos of Chris's burial and cleaned it up and surprised him on Metron's Day. And like I said, it wasn't, it was so weird how things just happened when I got there that day. I didn't know where he was at. I just had a map, a really old map. And I was just trying to follow to see where he was at. And there was this guy like, two rows ahead of me that were like, he was just by himself and he's like, can I help you find somebody? And I was like, oh no, I think I'm fine. And he goes, well, who are you looking for? And I said, Chris Gracious. And he says, a little bubblegum bubblegum trooper. And I was like, how does this guy know that? I was like, because they wrote a book called A Bubblegum Trooper because Chris loved to chew gum. And um, the guy goes, well, I was here when they buried him. And like, that's not a coincidence. Like, who? what? And I said, well, I'm, I managed Frank Shankwitz, who was the founder of Make-A-Wish. And, you know, Chris inspired him to start that foundation. he goes, yeah, I was here when they buried him. And I was like, he's actually like the groundskeeper guy. But just to like share that moment, I was like, for me it was whoa. Um, But anyways, when I brought Frank, we obviously did that live video of him taking that first look at little Chris. And I mean, right now I think it's got like 12,000 views. It's insane. Um, But on the way home, or not on the way home, we were going to another um, station to get, TV station to get interviewed. he just he was really quiet and i let him have that moment i think it was all like kind of thinking in and he just he grabbed my hand and he just looked at me and said you know thank you so much for that and i knew at that moment like cuz he started tearing up that i knew he meant that in the most heartfelt way like i felt it through me and i he just never he's never done that grabbed my hand and just looked at me and said Thank you, Stephanie, you know, but I mean, that's just one of many. I mean,
2: am, am I right, Stephanie, oh, that um, when you were at an event, almost every time someone was impacted by Frank, that they stood up? Oh, and for-
5: 100%. I knew when the audience was going to laugh. I knew when they were going to cry. I knew when, I mean, I just knew um, and I could, to a T, you know, when he said like, you know, when I put the, the wings on Chris, he, he came back from the grave or not from the grave, but from the coma for a couple more hours before he passed. And he always said like, I like to think that those wings helped him carry it, you know, to heaven. And at that time, boom, the audience, they're not a dry eye in the audience. So, I mean, yeah. And when he laughs about, or he makes, when he gets hit by a drunk driver and the nurse, giving him mouth to mouth and he wakes up and you can feel, see, smell, touch, and you know, he wakes up and he's like, oh, gosh, if this is heaven, then I'm okay. You know, mm-hmm. when she's giving him mouth to mouth and, you know, people laugh. And it's funny. And he always just made that known. Like, he, he just made everybody laugh. And he, it, well, his, his story was always heartfelt. It didn't matter. But he was just, he meant what he said.
2: Well, I, I just wanted to add that <clears throat> of all the people I've met in the world, Frank was someone that embraced the key smiling movement at a level I just was not expecting. He would put the key smiling card in his cowboy hat. And I could genuinely see that he cared about my movement because I cared about smiles. And that's what he was really his mission was that in some way, shape or form is that when you take care of a wish, you bring it not just a smile, but you bring a ripple effect of smiles. So
5: one hundred percent, I'm
2: very touched by the fact that he wrote a chapter in the key smiling book that he sent to me and he says this is what's not in the movie and that jolted me
5: it is jolted it's me. very true i mean yeah and the, he just loved when he took our photos anytime we were going to go that you guys were around he's like cam's going to be there i'll see if he'll take our photos and you know he just worth and
2: yeah and he always insisted on pain and because he was such a, a hero to me i said you don't need to and he would he'd send money and i was just really blown away by his generosity and he's got the biggest heart so Um, That is why we're dedicating this hour. Uh, Amplified is about choosing heroes that lead with their heart and cause community and cause a shift in the world. And I want to thank each of you because all of us are busy. And really the testament to Frank is all of you were called and you were the only ones called and you're all here. And that's how Frank is. Frank has an impact that you stop life and you say, thank you. So let's go to our first guest. Is it uh, Hugh or is it David? David.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Hugh Grant.
2: Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. So Hugh, thank you very much for uh, stopping on the road to make sure that we could hear your voice and how you were impacted by Frank. Can you hear me OK? You're on mute, by the way.
1: So while Hugh's uh, finding that mute button, um, he is one of Frank's friends that Stephanie introduced us to. And um, so he worked in a law, still does work in law enforcement. And Hugh, as soon as you have that mute button undone, go ahead and and start talking. Hi, Hugh. Yes, yes it's your turn.
2: Yes. <laughs> really, just three questions for you, Hugh. Uh, one is, uh, who are you in the world uh, that Frank is a friend? So, who are you? I'm sorry. What was that again? Uh, who are you? What What do you? How did you meet Frank?
3: I met Frank through work. Uh, I work at uh, the Department of Public Safety. I knew him in passing, and and it wasn't until uh, just a, a little while after I came to DPS. Um I I found out who he was and it was like an icon. So I kind of stayed away from him because he was like celebrity status to me. And um uh went out and bought his you know, I, I went out and bought his book after it came out and uh, uh he uh I read it and and by the end of it I was just in tears. I mean it was just an amazing book. Um and then I posted it on social media and so Frank, lo and behold, um, sent me an autograph uh, uh, book of the Wishman, as well as and and I opened this thing up and and I see this book and I go, "Oh, that's cool." And I go, "What is this other stuff?" He sent me boxes of tissue uh, to make up for all the tissues that I that I had gone through, and it was kind of a running joke with us, uh, you know, uh, for the uh, the whole time that we knew each other and. Uh, um, and then uh, he invited he invited me up to help with the production of uh, uh, of the movie, and uh, we uh, myself and uh, one of our uh, uh, other motor instructors uh, actually helped along uh, and Andrew's sidekick on the movie to make sure he didn't fall off the bike. At you know and. and delay the movie but um it was just an amazing experience just to to be involved in that for just the 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 three or four days that uh, my wife and I were up there and uh, meeting everybody and seeing how the production is and then and then being able to sit with Frank um just one-on-one just while filming was going on and um because we were just just two old school cops that um would you know, piss, moan, and complain about the administration or some, something going on, but it was, um, well, how did he change your life? Hugh? yeah, but it was, it was, you know, but Frank, it, he, in a very subtle way, he was very electrifying and, um, just, uh, somebody that, uh, that you just, you're glued to in a conversation and, um, just, uh, Looking at him as as the younger guy in the conversation, it was like I was in awe uh, of everything that uh, that he uh, that he went through, and in comparing our experiences in uh, on the job.
2: That's awesome. So thank you so much for taking a couple minutes to come by and share who Frank was to you, and also thank you for your service. Thank you for keeping us protected. And sometimes we don't think about you know, a police officer's role or a public servant is someone that every single day has to be perfect. And if they're not, they can get their whole career or be blamed for stuff just because they're having a bad day. So I embrace the fact that you, Frank, and so many other officers care uh, about safety. Um,
3: thank, thank you for the invite. Thank you, Andrea. And and hi, Stephanie. Send him big hugs and kisses to your girl, okay? I absolutely love that girl. She's just amazing.
2: Yes, she is. And uh, this is a very customized show to memorialize Frank Shankowitz, the founder of make wish Foundation, and actually so many other awards that he's received about causing a shift in humanity, a shift in leadership, and certainly a shift in a purpose-driven life. So let us go to the silhouette man, the twin silhouette man, David Corbin. How are you, David? So Frank Shankwitz is sending all kinds of electrical impulses he into not, like not, not just yet. Voice America, but into the world. So anyone bringing up his name or his let birthday, me, uh, let me see what
6: I can
5: There we go. I can hear you now. I think Utah, like Park City, they always have really bad reception up there.
2: And, and by the this way, David, this is one,
6: two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, we three. can hear you.
2: By the way, David, just so you know, all right. right? If you're yes. speaking and you can hear me and the audience can hear you, it's because Frank has allowed a little interrupt to have your voice heard in the world. I mean, we have people from iPhone, we have people from Zoom, Zoom users and iPhone owners. I mean, all kinds of stuff happening here. So David, you are the most amazing person to connect with people that are creating magic in the world. So tell how you met Frank and how Frank changed your life.
6: Well, how I met Frank is, is interesting. We were at uh, Secret Knock, and, and those of you who know, Greg started Secret Knock, and some people say I started Greg. It's so funny because, you know, I mentored him early on, and at the first book signing, his mom came up to me and said, is this amazing? I'm the mom and you're the dad, to which I said, I don't remember that night. <laughs> anyway, I met, I, met, uh, I met Frank. I was introduced to Frank by Clarissa and Greg, uh, who said I was their mentor. And uh, Frank and I just started talking this and that. I didn't know who he was. I didn't have a clue who he was. Uh, And then I found out who he was, but I still gave him the same love and respect I would give anyone, whether they started the Make-A-Wish Foundation or not. Uh, He was just a big guy with a cowboy hat and seemed real interesting. Uh, So he was somebody I wanted to get to know. So that's that's sort of how I, uh, how I met him, how, uh, how we lived together as brothers. Um, well, that's a different story. We, um, uh, we connected professionally because he wanted to be a you know, professional speaker, and I trained speakers, not that I trained him. He needed no training. He stood up, and he was, he was frank. Um, we talked about business and we contemplated for the movie and whatnot. And we were all in a men's group, which is a very, very sort of an intimate uh, group where we shared uh, our lives at the, at the deepest levels. Uh, so, so that was that. Um, you asked, what did I learn from him? You know, I learned what, what you had said, Ken, um, is that anybody could be a hero uh, and that we are all indeed heroes. There's no doubt about it. Uh, there's someone... Out there in the world that we've touched, uh, and we've impressed, and we've left uh, a blessing uh, upon. So what I learned from him is to be a mensch. A mensch is a great word, and if you don't know that word, look it up. Uh, it's it, it's it's being a good person. Yes. It it's is. being a good person. You know, I'm sitting here on the ledge of a of a, my condo here in Park City. My life is sitting on a ledge. Uh, you know, because, uh, if you stay too comfortable, uh, and complacent, you missed out on a lot of life. Uh, and when I realized from Frank that you could help so many more people, I tried to turn up the volume, you know, as they say in, uh, on that movie, I won't turn it up to 11, you know, 10's not enough. I want to go to 11. And my goal is, uh, you know, is right there. I don't know if you could read that. Uh, it says, I am a match. That is <laughs> awesome. That's my socks. There's my socks right there. I'm a mensch. <laughs> I <laughs> want that, those that's socks. My goal.
2: Not those socks, but a, a copy of those socks.
6: <laughs> yeah. Well, once you become a card-carrying mensch, so here's the deal, Frank. You know, uh, your happy birthday, Frank. That, that you know, that's cool. Uh, I'm reading a wonderful book now by Don Miguel Ruiz. I don't know if you can read this. It's uh, the Toltec Art of Life and Death. And I'm um, learning just so much, you know. Continue to learn, learning so much. Uh, death doesn't exist, right? Matter just uh, energy moves on. So Frank is there, Kitty. Right, Kitty. You're right, baby. He's messing with the electricity. He's he's messing around. I was listening the whole time here, and then when it was my turn to talk, everything got goofed up. And I know he's laughing his ass off, <laughs> you know. And you know, and Stephanie, you remember you said he grabbed your hand. Well, he's done that to me too. Uh, when I was done pouring my bourbon, he grabbed my hand and say, "Hey, what about me?" So yeah. we, <laughs> we, we were um, we were um, we would always remind ourselves because he and I oh my God on the political spectrum we were just about as polar as possible, <laughs> and and yet we were united. I wish more Americans would do this. We looked for what was in common, and what was in common is we were both. Patriots, right. we are. Uh, we, I am. We, we're patriots. We have different views and different beliefs, but we love this great nation. So I just want to say that uh, having Frank in my life as a regular guy, and none of us are regular, right? Right? <laughs> God knows we're all irregular. But as a regular human being who just followed his intuition to help someone. Uh, followed his intuition saying, you know, maybe if my life was spared, it was to help others. And, um, and, I, and, and I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but I want to say this. Every one of us who has known Frank or known of Frank has been touched by Frank, all kidding aside, touched by Frank. And that message is, is that we have the opportunity to love, bless, and serve others. We have to first do it to ourselves. And I wish the hell Frank took that message to heart. Take care of yourself before you take care of others. Nonetheless, while we're here in this form, love, serve, embrace, connect with uh, others because you just—it feels so damn good, and you just don't know whose life you're gonna impact in a significant way. So, yo, Frank, I'll see you up there. I ain't in no hurry. Get the cigars ready. I'll bring a Cuban. I don't know if you have any Cubans up there. I'll bring that. And I found some really cool new bourbon that I like. Angel's Envy. So count on it. Keep a nice uh, clean glass up there. Get an ashtray, some cutters, and a torch. I'll see you up there. but not. Hey, David. Sure. David,
2: um, I want this show to be unique. So I do want you to say something that maybe was unpredictable. And that is um, something that you saw that either brought you to tears or inspired you that maybe no one else saw. And I want that shared and we're going to go to break, okay? Yeah. Go ahead and share. What do you like?
6: Oh, that brought me to tears about Frank? Mm -hmm. Uh, Just watching how he resonated with an audience as a regular guy, a cowboy hat wearing goober who just got up there and showed who he was, exposed himself in a nice way. And I watched how people... Kind of like when I watched Don Miguel Ruiz speak, people just, they sat up, they resonated, and they had to wipe uh, tears from their eyes. Uh, That that nailed me every time.
2: I agree with you, David, 100%. Andre, take us to break, please.
1: You've been listening to Amplified with Ken Rashan. I'm your executive producer uh, with uh, Amplified, Andrea Adams-Miller. And when we come back, we'll be talking more about Frank Shankwitz and his life. He was the co-founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, state trooper who did uh, many amazing things and made many wishes come true throughout the world. So we're honoring him on this day, his birthday, which would have been his 78th birthday. And we wanna thank our sponsors, opus.finance, bees.social, the umbrella syndicate, MyMakeupLadyLyn.com, the emf fix, voice america influencers channel, the umbrella syndicate, <clears throat> a big events USA, and the red carpet connection. And we'll be back after these. Well, <laughs> uh, just
2: one second now. I just thought of something. Because David Corbin might be leaving pretty soon. I want him to hear this. So David. You know, there's something called the Keep Smiling Movement and Keep Smiling Books. And then we just came up with this hope is dope for younger adults to share what is dope about hope, right? Well, we came up with this because of actually Eric Swanson, ironically, the word legacy and what it means to be a legacy. And so we're creating in October, um, the hope dealers and the hope dealers is about the people that live their life in legacy for hope. So I just want to let you know, before you take off down those slopes, um, I guess playing tennis and whatever else you're going to do while you're doing it, um, that you are also a legacy to thank you for being on our show so many times. Thank you.
1: So you thank heard you. it here first.
6: <laughs> Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America, or search for us at keyword voice America.
0: To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now back to Amplify,
1: And we're back here with Ken Rashawn, your host of Amplified.
2: All right. So second segment. There's not enough segments to actually talk about a person's life. If we actually brought every person in that wanted to say thank you to Frank Shankwitz, I believe the number is half million people were touched by just the wishes minimum. And that doesn't even include the ripple effect. So again, every single time I was at an event and Frank spoke, not only did he have a rush to the stage afterwards to just shake his hand, but that someone would stand up and say, I was a wish kid. And when they said it, You could hear that they were actually saying, "My life is yours." So, I'm touched every time I think about um, speaking, but more so just the fact that he was a hero to all. So, who is our next speaker? Who is Um, our that is
1: going to be John Delgadillo. John Delgadillo. I met you when we were at the premiere in Hollywood for Wish Man and you just really touched my heart with you and your wife Rita and how much you loved Frank and you were a father figure to him, which to to me was funny because you know, or, 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 you know, so describe to me who you were to him and how you guys showed up because you just both shook your head no. So, so go ahead and and, uh, share that with Ken and then Ken has a bunch of questions And and actually before
2: you you do say that, I, I do want to acknowledge that in the movie, and obviously the way Frank describes it, you are the first person to actually shift the fact that he would be a hero. So thank you for being that person.
7: Hello, uh, my name is John Delgadillo with my lovely wife, Rita. And it was my father Juan that made a big difference in Frank's life that turned his, that made him uh, to be the person that he was, or he is. Uh, I, I met Frank uh, years ago with my father and uh, after my father passed away, I've come to find out that my father Juan made a big influence on his life. Uh, it's just touching that, that we, we were to, to know Frank and Kitty and they'd stop by the snow cap and, uh, he'd order his root beer freeze. Um, uh, He was such a humble man, a great man. Uh, He touched a lot of lives. And uh, I just want to be that person one day.
2: Well, when you use the pronoun he, it almost seems like you'd be talking about your father or Frank.
7: No, Frank. Frank. I'm sorry, Frank.
2: Well, no, there's no apology needed. My point is Frank embodied your father's spirit, I believe.
7: Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And
2: so why don't you take a a moment, because I know your father's listening, to share who he was to you so that we get uh, a sense of what he was to Frank.
7: Uh, My father was a very, he was a businessman and uh, he loved to to make people laugh. He wanted to uh, bring joy to people. Uh, And Frank was, just happened to be, uh, how would I say that? Frank was, uh, just happened to be there so my father can uh, mentor him to where he, uh, he was to – Frank was – it's hard for me to speak because I'm kind of
2: – Well, it's hard for us to hear too, but yeah. all of us are I crying know, right sure. now because we're either crying inside or we're crying and getting tissues. But um, your father is the reason why so much happened. Yes. Yes, he was.
7: I'll say something no uh my father was just a great man Um
8: uh, he believed in taking care of
7: people. yeah he just took not say something
8: um one thing that i took away from knowing juan um for the time that i did was that he cared so much about everybody every person that walked into his business he wanted them to leave better than they were when they came in If they were hungry, they left full. If they were angry or sad or upset, they left laughing. And Mm -hmm. that's what he wanted Mm -hmm. for people. And um, Juan was actually behind the scenes with the family, was a very private man, and he was very quiet. quiet. But he would sit and he would think. He was such a thinker. And um, so if you were blessed enough to have taken anything away from Juan, then you were privileged. And I think that it's, it was just so wonderful later on to learn everything that that he meant to Frank. I heard this story from Juan about Frank and everything. So I knew who Frank was. And when I met Frank, it, you know, I, mm-hmm. I could connect the dots and stuff. But just to, I never realized the total impact that Juan had on Frank's life until I read the book because Frank would tell us, but not in that way, you know? It was just all fun and, you know, we would laugh and, and, and share stories, but um, the total impact didn't really hit home until I read the book and saw the movie. And
7: well, for Kitty and
8: them to include us as a part of their family, is just, just amazing. Beyond, it's beyond.
2: Well, I want to uh, interject because whether I know this answer or not, which I do not, um, the audience may not know this answer. So, did Juan ever get to talk to Frank and know all the stuff that happened? And how I don't know when he passed. So, can you let me know in um, what the perspective was in time that he got to see that Frank's dream of having this turn into a legacy, a book, a movie, everything? Did did Juan get to see that?
7: No, no, he didn't. My father passed away. Juan, he passed away in two thousand four. Um, he never, I don't know if he really knew what he did with Frank as far as mentoring him. Uh,
8: he did know he, he found the Make-A-Wish Foundation, or he was a co-founder of it. He did know that. Yeah. But well, the
2: reason as I ask as, that uh, question is it may not be the prettiest answer in the world, but the point is we don't know what impact we have.
8: Right. right. We'll never
2: exactly. know that. And right. uh, assuming that Juan is listening, he knows now. And he has known for quite some time. So. Oh, yeah. Um, I always believe my mom is looking down on me and, and saying, you know, um, I'm your angel, making sure you'd make the difference in the world you want to see. So you are a very important guest because you're the lineage of actually continuing the legacy that Juan has given to Frank, so many others, and of course you. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to be an impactor, or a hero and just embody what Juan did? Well, good question. Um, I guess. Uh,
7: gosh, how do I answer that?
2: Do you now, have kids? Do you have kids? I do. You do, do have kids. Well, first and of all, give a sh- well, give a shout out to your kids. Go ahead and say their names because they are going to hear the show, and they're going to hear that their grandpa or the great grandpa is someone that mattered—not just mattered because of uh, Frank and the show, but actually for 500,000 or more people. So right. if you'd like to say their names and have them share the word of what it is to be a hero, but more importantly, how great the grandfather was.
7: Oh, our, our, our kids, uh, Katie, Denise, Kayla, Juan, uh, they're just, uh, they love, they love the grandpa. Uh, they know what he's, what he's done with people. Uh making them happy, Uh, never a dull moment was my dad that I've seen angry, always happy.
8: Uh. One thing that Juan did teach his grandkids, and I'm so grateful for this, is that he taught them how to work hard. And he taught them that they could achieve anything that they set their minds to. Mm -hmm. They're, the sky was the limit, and that was one of his things that he taught them. The sky's the limit. You want something, you go after it, but you have to work, you have to work for it. and you have to be ethical. Yep. I, I
2: want to say that if uh, all of us had, um, I guess, unlimited pockets, I would propose right now, and I'm going to propose it live anyway. Uh, <laughs> David, I know you're listening, but we just saw a movie that moved all of us in the world called Wish Man. But if there was a prequel, it would be Wishmaker, and it would be Juan. So Mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you to Juan and you and being on the show, because it really does teach us that there's no such thing as a hero without a hero above them.
7: Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm I'm trying to be a – I'm a hero to my kids, to my grandkids, but – It's just, uh, it's an amazing, it's amazing what my father has done with Frank and then what Frank has done to the
2: world. It's just a
7: ripple effect, like you said. Yeah. It's just amazing.
2: Well, I think there's a lot I'm glad I'm part of this. I think there's a lot of connectivity to a hero is humble.
8: Absolutely. Definitely.
2: And that's what I found to be true is you don't just say anything when you've done it. So, thank you very much for being on the show. I know we're getting to the kind of the wind down. So, we have Lindsay, who I know was reaching for some Kleenex a couple times when she came on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lindsay, um, you're up to bat, so to speak. And if you'd uh, please make yourself available, tissues or not, it's okay. And share how you met Frank and who he is to you.
5: Hi, Vince. You can do this. Unmute
4: yourself. Hello. Hi, I'm Lindsay Zaccheaus. Hi, John and Rita. Hi, Hello, Lindsay. Lindsay. Good to see I you. Love you, guys. Love you too. Hi. Good to see Hi, you. Um, I'm not sure how long I'm going to actually make it. Um, you can
2: make it as long as you want.
4: Steph, um, I met Frank on Wishman. I was visiting Set. And um, I sat with him. He invited me to come sit by this truck. We started talking about. The nonprofit social movement that I started. What's the name of that? Off of just uh, seeing two extreme acts of violence and. um, What is the name of that, Lindsay? It's called the Playway. And um, and who knew that I was going to be spending hours and hours and road trips with Frank, and um. Frank was a father to me and I had lost my father the past year, my real father, and then now Frank, and it's, and I see how Frank has shaped my world and and so many ways as far as giving me permission to believe in myself and my worthiness as a woman and Uh, the experiences we shared, the hours and hours and hours of conversations when we would go to events, he would make sure that I knew that he was my arm candy. (laughs) (laughs) And just the sense of humor that he had. And one of the things I admire most about him is that no matter who approached him, when they approached him, he always gave them the space to share and to talk. He never thought he was better than anybody as far. He just listened to anyone and he made everyone feel special. He was everyone's friend. He created that for everybody that walked into his presence. And there are some very special, special, tender moments that Frank and I share.
2: Well, share one specific. Everything
4: from me helping him with he had surgery and being in the room with him and they were in the smell of burning flesh <laughs> and just being there as his nurse and to the similarities of I was in, I was hit by a motorcycle and he was on a motorcycle and He almost died, and so did I, and a nurse showed up to save his life, and a nurse showed up to save my life, and just that he gave me permission in so many ways, and I loved going to visit him and Keddie because... He, we would get into, you know, when they're a father figure and they're a dad, when you can get embickerments with them and, <laughs> and you can be like, you're annoying me right now. <laughs> and you just know. and
2: Well, Lindsay, I have a question for you, if it's okay. Yes. So the question I have for you is related to your, your nonprofit and what you want to do in the world, because my, my gut tells me that, his inspiration with what he did with his life and make a wish caused you to say that you could be a hero. So what is your hero move because of Frank?
4: What was my, what,
2: what is your hero move? What, what are you doing to cause disruption, ripple effect and positive impact?
4: Well, what I'm doing and what I had started and Frank just gave me like, yes, why are you not doing this? Is it's called the Playway and it inspires teens and tweens and adults to come out monthly as play ninjas doing acts of kindness while having fun.
3: Beautiful.
4: And there's celebrities involved. We've been on red carpets, um homeless. Name people. a couple of celebrities. Hmm.
2: Name a couple of celebrities.
4: Bruce Dern, Peter Fonda from the old ages. Bruce Dern, mm-hmm. Peter Fonda, Charlene Tilton, um, the new, new music.
2: Off the well question, because I think the audience is all imagining this. So what d- did, um, did Frank Shankowitz wear his cowboy hat when he was in his ninja suit?
4: <laughs> ninja suit included definitely the cowboy hat. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well,
2: Absolutely. I want to make sure everyone has another opportunity to share something about Frank. I'm not sure if David can still hear us, but um, since Frank's listening, uh, Lindsay you go first. I can hear you. Like? I can hear you. Okay so uh, David you're second. So Lindsay go ahead and say what you'd like to say to Frank because he's listening.
4: I know you were with me yesterday and I love you forever.
2: David.
6: Happy birthday Frank. Not too soon.
2: And uh, John and Rita you each.
7: Uh, happy birthday Frank. Uh, thank you for what you've done to the world, for the world. And uh, I'm glad I was part of your family. Also, Kitty, we love you.
8: Thank you, Frank. Happy birthday. And we love you, Kitty and Stephanie, Lindsay, all of you guys, of you. we miss you. We love you.
2: Thank you for the invite.
8: Thank, Thank you, Frank. Frank.
2: Well, we have We're one more up. round. We have one more short round of questions. I was just the one so Frank could hear you say something. We didn't want to lose that okay. opportunity. And Stephanie? <laughs>
5: Oh, um I love you guys so much too. I love seeing your faces. Um happy birthday, Frankie. Um, actually 1091. 1091 was his badge number, by the way. We always
4: yeah.
5: talked. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, are you 1020? I'm like, yeah, 104, 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, talk, talk, talk like that. Um, but um you are near and dear forever in my heart. And Always will be, and I will do my best every single day to carry on your legacy and make you known in what we were going to do in you know the past, present, and future. and And I love you so much and thank you for molding me into the person that I am today and and I'm forever grateful.
2: So the reason I wanted to do that a little earlier, so we had another minute or two, is I want to put something out there as a an opportunity. Um, potentially a voice of Frank to me, to you. And that is, what would it be like to create a book? I would love it to be a cute smiling book, of course, but where we actually choose 50 to 100 people and they tell their story of the wish they created because of Frank. So I put that out there, Stephanie, because you know the people that had their lives affected the most, and every person can spread the word that there are many opportunities in the world to choose to be a hero and it's the day you choose it you actually start living it so i am seeing that we have a couple minutes here so andrea put this beautiful show together Mm -hmm. and i am very grateful for that Uh, i was eager to do the show many weeks ago when i was most impacted by the loss but i saw the wisdom of waiting till his birthday because in Celebrating Today, which I have, um, I think I have a copy here of September, this is what the book looks like, and there's journal entries, and then every single day, it picks one person, and only one person, that deserves to have the honor of celebrating a day, and so like I said, today is Frank's Day, and it will be Frank's Day. And I'm just excited that kids will learn, uh, for many times on and, and this is a curriculum being brought into school systems that, you can be a hero so this is going to be hopefully a nationwide um journaling for elementary kids that learn there is such a thing as a hero and frank was certainly one of the best so stephanie anything else you want to say
5: um well i hope to see you all in april um okay you, celebration
1: life
2: you shall yep and, for everyone and who's listening had, uh
1: april 28th um uh uh, is it the 27th or 28th? I forget his internment and then uh, it's on the make a wish day, uh, national no, make a wish day. 29th and 30th. 29th or and the 30th. Oh, sorry, 30th. I got the dates mixed. No, up. no, which is fine. Yeah. But and because there's a save the date that's
5: gonna be that's getting made right now, but there's also an event on the first that you're not gonna want to miss. Oh, I think I've heard. Right so out here um, Probably by tomorrow or Wednesday,
1: we're in the process. Right. Of that, so. Awesome. awesome.
2: So, and then, uh, Ken, do, you, do, you, do
1: you mind me flipping the, the pages and having you share your story or it looks like you had something else that you wanted to go to but i'd love to hear what what you would say to frank
2: well and then actually you go first
1: oh oh, oh okay hmm. uh well uh frank and i w- we would talk on the phone and um uh, he always made me feel very special and um and when we were at events together he, um he would always pull me aside and Tell, you know, really let me know that he heard me and that I was important to him and that he was proud of me and that father figure you know, kind of voice always came through which I was greatly appreciative of and we both worked in law enforcement so we had that connection and so just be able to tell him that I love him and I appreciate them and I'm so glad to have been a part of his life. And the reason I wanted Ken to share, I was hoping Ken would share that because one of the things that we're doing with the Keep Smiling movement that Frank supported so much um, was that we continued to build a legacy to create smiles in the world, and he was so supportive of so many people with all of their foundations, and um, uh, and helping all of us, you know, guiding us towards what we could do and the possibilities of what could happen. And I interviewed him for the Keep Smiling book. And so to be able to hear that story and hear the things that didn't get in the movie, uh, that was a huge impact for all of us. And we're really looking forward to continuing to build out his legacy with the Keep Smiling movement.
2: So, Lindsay, I almost made it without crying. It's hard. (laughs)
1: Can you give Ken a tissue?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um... Screw composure, right? Um, I just want to say thank you guys for taking time to honor a man that I think is one of the best people that ever lived. <laughs> so we'll continue to embrace, celebrate, and remind people that they can be another Frank Shankowitz. Right. right. Take us out. Every day.
1: Yes, yeah, so we want to thank all of our sponsors for allowing us and helping us bring special days like today like honoring Frank Shankwitz, the co-founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, also, the movie Wish Man was made about him. Uh, by the way, we met uh, Frank um, the first time at Secret Knock. Ken and I both, um, uh, Greg Reed, that's his event. And, um, and they all worked on that movie and were part of that together. And uh, what a beautiful film. So we uh, respectfully ask that you all uh, watch it so that you can experience Frank's life as well. And we want to thank you for listening to Ken Rashawn, your host. I'm your executive producer, Andrea Adams-Miller, here on Amplified with Ken Rashawn on Voice America Influencers Channel. And our sponsors are Bees.Social, MyMakeupLadyLyn.com, The EMF Fix, The excuse me, The Umbrella Syndicate Perfect Publishing, The Red Carpet Connection. And we are so blessed to have been a part of Frank Shankwitz and his life and, um we ask you to learn about him and be his legacy as well. Ken, you had something else?
2: Well, I don't have something else. So I want to close out the show. I got my composure back to say this. So, ah, cool. Uh, first of all, this show is about amplifying the life of leaders who lead their with their heart and cause community and cause a shift in the world. And I just want to show the logo again because he did amplify life. Frank, your life has been amplified even when you're gone, but you're never gone because you're always in our hearts. And I, I just can't thank... Frank Shankwitz and all the people that are on the show and all the people that support the movie. I had a gentleman today. His name is Tim Koenig. He's going through a very rough time in his life. And I told him about Wish Man. Never heard of it. Watched it. Came in this morning and says, it's the best movie I ever saw. So it's our responsibility to share his story because there are people that don't have hope, um, have given up, and they don't know that there's something on the other side if they just choose to be powerful. So this is Ken Rashan. Uh, Stephanie, thank you so much again for your input in the show and making it a great show. It's one of my favorites.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.